Thank you for joining me today for another day of Creeds and Deeds, Devotions and Study. All of my source information is in the episode notes, and also you can leave me a rating and a review or a voicemail by clicking the links in those show notes. Now, let's clear our hearts and minds and prepare to hear from the Lord through his word. How excellent a thing it is, how pleasant and how good, when brothers dwell in unity and live as brothers should. For it is like the precious oil poured out on Aaron's head, that running over down his beard up on his collar spread. Like Hermon's dew upon the hill of Zion it descends. The Lord commands his blessing there, the life that never ends. This is the word of our Lord from Psalm 133. Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. The power of prayer. Philippians 1, verses 9 through 11. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So what Paul is doing here, I think is a great example of how we should be praying for one another. When you look on social media, people ask for prayers and most of the responses just say, praying or I will pray for you, but we can do so much better than that. Because if we're honest, half the time, we don't even pray for them. And from Paul's example, we see that Paul doesn't just pray for the Philippians, but he actually shows them how he's praying for them. So the question is, is why does he do that? And there's two reasons. First of all, he's letting the Philippians know the content of his prayers and what he's actually asking God to do in their lives. And by doing that, he's showing the Philippians as those prayers are answered, that God is the decisive cause of things happening and that God does truly answer prayers. And then the second half is he's actually telling them what they should pursue and how they should pursue it. Because we know that God works through his saints. He answers his prayers by causing us to do actions that cause those prayers to be answered. And so this shows what they should be pursuing and how to pursue it. It is exhorting them to actually live a life that will cause this prayer to be answered. So, looking forward to our own prayer life, I think that we can do better with our prayers by telling others how we will pray for them. And this actually is witnessing because you're gonna remind them of who they are and who God is and what God expects of them and how much God loves them. And also, in your own life, 
as you pray for things, you should be pursuing those things that you pray for. Because like I said, God tells us that how he causes prayer to be answered is through our actions. Later on in Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And then verse 13 says, for it is God who is working in you. So God will cause you to take the actions to answer your prayers. Westminster Larger Catechism, Question 22. Did all mankind fall in that first transgression? Answer. The covenant being made with Adam as a public person, not for himself only, but for his posterity, all mankind descending by, from him by ordinary generation sinned in him and fell with him in that first transgression. Scripture proof, Romans 5, 12 through 20. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespasses, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if, because of one man's trespass, death raid reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. Now the law came in to increase the trespasses, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. Let's meditate upon God's Word and spend time praying to Him. Preparation Proverbs 23 verses 17 and 18 Do not let your heart envy sinners, but live in the fear of the Lord always. Surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Yes, God. We will live in the fear of you. We won't envy those around us. And as we come to you now in prayer, we are preparing our hearts, reminding ourselves that our hope will not be cut off, 
but that we are promised eternity with you in the eternal city. Adoration. First Chronicles 17, 20. O Lord, there is none like you, nor is there any God beside you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. Yes, God, we see it throughout the Bible. We hear it every week in church, and we experience it in our lives. There is no God like you. There is no other God. You are God alone, and you are loving, and you are kind. We adore you, Lord. We worship you, and we love you because of who you are. Confession of Sin, Luke 17, 3 through 4. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times, saying, I repent, forgive him. God, every day in the Lord's Prayer, we say, forgive us our debts as we forgive the, our debtors. But we often don't truly forgive our brothers. And sometimes we get sinned again multiple times, but, and it's hard to get forgiven or to forgive that person. And God, when we withhold forgiveness, we're sinning. We're sinning against you by not doing what your son has commanded us. So God, help us to truly live that Lord's prayer. God, forgive us when we do withhold forgiveness. Help us to forgive more. And God, forgive us for all of our sins, for the sins that we've committed against you, for the sins that we've failed to do things that you've called us to do. Forgive us and reconcile us to you by the blood of our Redeemer, our Savior, our Lord, and your Son, Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving, Psalm 57, 7 through 11. My heart is steadfast, O God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises. Awake my glory, awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your loving kindness is great to the heavens, and your truth to the clouds. Be exalted above the heavens, O God. Let your glory be above all the earth. Yes, God, we praise you like the psalmist does here. God, we sing to you. We sing praises to you. And when we wake up in the morning, we give fresh thanks to you. You say that your mercies are new every day. So we thank you for those mercies. We thank you for forgiving our sins. We sing to you thanksgiving. We remind, we're reminded of your loving kindness, and we thank you for that. And your truth that's given to us through your word, thank you that you have given us a way to know you. God, we pray that you are exalted above the heavens and that your glory will be above all the earth. 
Supplication and Requests Psalm 86 verse 11 Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. God, teach us. Teach us your way. Help us to walk in your truth. God, like the refiner's fire, we pray that your word and your Holy Spirit would continue to sanctify us, to bring us into your truth, to unite our heart to you and to fear your name. God, we ask that you will work out all the things in our lives, that you will help us to glorify you in everything we do. And now we bring to you all of our supplications, all the requests that we have for everything going on in ours, for our friends' lives, our neighbors' lives, our co-workers, and even the people around us, our nation, and our world. We pray to you and bring all of our requests and supplications to you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. And all of God's people say, Amen. Thank you for joining me for another day of Creeds and Deeds. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be very blessed if you left me a rating or a review over on Apple Podcasts or left me a voicemail. And you can do both by scrolling down in this episode's notes and clicking on the link. Also, remember, I'm not ordained and I'm not a pastor. So if you're a Christian and you're listening to this podcast, You need to be in church on Sunday.